Welcome to Being Mrs. S, Forever Newlywed, a podcast for the self-assured woman. I'll be talking about my life as a married woman. There will be some tea, plenty of shade, my views about world events, and sometimes me just plain devil's advocate. So, let's get into it. Hello, my smooners. How are you doing? All right. So it's been a minute. um, But today's topic is one that's going to be really, really interesting. And I definitely want to get some feedback here or thoughts on it or what if you've experienced this or if you even know that such a thing exists. So we're going to be talking about coercive control. Definition of coercive control from what I've I've um, dug up. Coercive control refers to a, a pattern of controlling behaviors that create an unequal power dynamic in a relationship. These behaviors give the perpetrator power over their partner, making it difficult for them to leave. Sometimes coercive control can escalate into physical abuse. However, even when it does not escalate, coercive control is a form of emotional abuse that can cause psychological trauma. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm diving right in. <laughs> I'm diving right in. So if, if by now, if you have been listening to me since I started this, this podcast, um, um, Apart from talking about my life as a married woman, I am an avid Real Housewives watcher. I watch some of the franchises, some that I actually quite enjoy watching. Some I don't even watch at all. I I watch a lot of TV, but I like a lot of these real life um, reality TV stuff. Getting to learn about people and and the things that they, they do. So, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills just wrapped. Uh, They had a four-part reunion. But before we get into that, um, let's go back. And and I'm going to tie this all in so you can understand why this topic is about coercive control. Um, I saw an article. um, First of all, I watched the video. I saw the video on Facebook, and I was like, wait, is this a joke? And then um, the news (laughs) said... There's a lady, her name is Penelope Jackson. They found her guilty of murdering her husband over a dinner row. That's what they're calling it, it was a dinner row. So a woman has been found guilty of murder after stabbing her husband to death following a row of a birthday meal. Penelope Jackson, 66, attacked 78-year-old David Jackson with a kitchen knife at their home in Somerset in February. Jackson claimed her husband was violent and coercively controlling and that he had ruined his special occasion by belittling her. So now I'm going to play the excerpt. This is what I watched on Facebook and I was like, this cannot be real. Because let me tell you, this lady, either her or her husband, well, I mean, I guess I should read you the article, but 
and call the cops. And when the cops came, she she flat out said, look, I murdered this guy. He better be dead because if he's not, then I'm going to feel really, really upset. But let me play the little excerpt so you can hear. Can you come outside? Yes, thank you. Okay, he's on the kitchen floor. Okay, this moment in time. Okay, this is my colleague. Um, under arrest suspicion of attempt murder, mate. Under arrest suspicion of attempt murder. And you don't have to say anything. It may harm your defence. You do not mention when questioned anything you're later relying for. And if you do say, maybe given an evidence. Um. Yeah. Just barely two seconds. I admit it all. All right. I stabbed him. I'm just about to tell you. I'm not. I'm going to just. He's an aggressive bully, a nasty, and I've had enough. All right, Penny. Um. I'm arresting, further arresting you for murder. Oh, um, she said, oh, good. So at first they were arresting her for attempted murder. And she was like, uh, hopefully it's more than that. Hopefully I can. This video is even a, a, a toned down version of what I saw on Facebook. Because this lady was talking away. Um, saying how she killed him and she hopes he's dead and this and the other. And I was like, this, this can't be real. This is this is you know some you know rea- uh, social media skit but turns out when i saw that they had found her guilty i was like wait for th- so this was real for real um and apparently she's saying that she lived with this man um for years and he's been controlling this that and the other and um when you read more of the article this is an article that uh the bbc published uh, about um, her about her being found guilty. When you read the article, they mention um, they say this is her fourth husband, um, and she stabbed him three times with a kitchen knife. Uh, they had an argument over bubble and squeak with a gourmet meal bought for them by their daughter. And uh, they had eaten the meal with their daughter and son-in-law and uh, on a Zoom call as a birthday took place in lockdown. And um, then actually, oh, he was the one, the husband was the one who called emergency services that he had been wounded and his wife stabbed him again while he was on the phone. And he was screaming in pain as she drove the knife into him for the final time. And then she took over the call and she says, I've killed my husband or tried to because I've had enough. She had, she then called a call handler. Her uh, husband of 24 years was bleeding to death with any luck. I mean, she was just going. So this, this, what I played for you was just a really toned down version. Cause what I saw on Facebook, I was like, what is going on here? She kept going and she said with, with any luck, this man is dead, this, that, and other. And all of this stems from her claim that he had coercively controlled her for years. Um, when you read, keep reading the article, um, you will see that the, the lady's daughter and her husband are sad. They say they've lost, they, they, they had not only lost um, her dad, but had lost their mom too. My life is changed forever. 
And she said that um, she lost the man that she looked up to and loved. I've lost the man that was always there for me no matter what. And the reason they say they lost the mother is because they can't believe that, you know, she would do something like this. So I remember posting the article on my Facebook page and I had comments. Um, let me see if I can find the comment. Uh, this is... <sighs> I should be. What's happening here? Okay, so I had comments saying, you know, she obviously snapped. Wait, what happened? I just posted this thing. Um, so there were comments that said she, she snapped, um, and which was, which sounded obvious, but when you read the article and the daughter, um, saying, you know, she's lost her father and then she's lost her mother because she can't forgive her for doing, um, for, for killing the dad. And uh, you wonder, wasn't she uh, privy to the coercive control that the mother was experiencing at the hands of her father? And I remember saying, you know, parents definitely allow their children to see what they want them to see. Children are not necessarily going to see things as they are um they're definitely not going to see things um that the parents don't want them to see so that was that was that was the, the that was the interesting thing about that that particular article Um, The woman had been in that relationship for a long time. She felt that this man had coercively controlled her and she was done with him and she was glad that he was dead to the point that she didn't care. She she did not exercise her right to silence. She, She pretty much confessed the day that they arrested her and that's just how she felt about it and then and the judge didn't take into consideration the fact that she felt like she had been coercively controlled and they found her guilty i want to say that the reason they found her guilty was probably more because of her just outright um confession and her her very blase uh, um way of saying it and 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 you know very very unremorsefully so to speak she just didn't care and she was glad that the man was dead so let's go back to the topic of coercive control 
I think I've mentioned the definition of it. It refers to a pattern of controlling behaviors that create an unequal power dynamic in a relationship. These behaviors give the perpetrator power over their partner, making it difficult for them to leave. Um, and then it says sometimes coercive control can escalate into physical abuse. So it doesn't have anything to do with physical abuse. Has zero to do with physical abuse. It's just the controlling way the power dynamic is and one person has control over another. So this is how we're tying it into the Real Housewives situation. So this season is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was centered around Erica Jane whose husband is experiencing all these lawsuits that she's also being pulled into because she's married to him. They have accused him of stealing money from orphans and widows and a fire victim and just taking misappropriating funds, you know, commingling his funds, taking funds that belong to his clients and doing away with them. And these clients are left, you know, where's the money asking for the money that, that they, got from their settlements they've accused him of a ponzi scheme and all of that and by virtue of her being married to him she's been tied into it they've accused her of collecting 25 million dollars money that was diverted into her uh, business account and they're all saying that she's aware of it so this whole season was about pretty much her her girlfriends her castmates kept asking her questions about ongoing lawsuits and so that was the part that was mind-boggling to me like the entire season you keep asking her about lawsuits that are going on and you know that she cannot divulge anything which which was crazy to me because she said a lot and she had the right to remain silent but she kept talking about you know she she gave answers when she could or when she wanted to and then Sometimes she didn't. She got into it big time with Sutton Strack, who's also a divorcee. And um, I like Sutton. And I think it was bananas to me, some of the... Wow, that was... (laughs) Forgive my machine. So it, it was, <laughs> that was weird. That was really weird. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think it was insane to me some, how hard she was going after Erica. And a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this. But I think Erica held her own. I don't think that going through this court case, she owed anybody an exp- any explanation. She just needed to protect herself. So the reason I'm tying um, these two topics together is because as I watched the uh, reunion and uh, Andy was going hard, he was asking Erica all these questions and and watching the entire season though, we we started to realize or, or uncover the reason she behaved the way she behaved some, you know, through, through with regards to her marriage. And it was very evident that she was in a coercively controlled environment. This man, this all powerful lawyer was controlling her because he had the money. Um, 
look at how they 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 got married she was working in a restaurant he met her there she was a single mother and he swept her away with all that wealth letting her believe you oh you want to be a star I'll make you a star I have all this money I'll give it to you but you will do it the way I want you to do it you know when she started talking about how this man you know had cheated on her and then they're saying, well, why didn't you leave? And then she says, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? When she says she doesn't know, she doesn't have a bank account. She doesn't know anything about banks. She was given a credit card and all her purchases were made on the credit card. No cash money. None of that does she have access to. She, all her checks, any checks she made, she handed it over to this man. What do you call that? She wasn't going anywhere because she couldn't. He had control over her. And a lot of people who don't understand what coercive control is and how it can, you know, it's debilitating to a person will look at her and say, is this not the Erica Jane that we see on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills who is, you know, quick to cut you down if you talk to her crazy and things like that? She seems so strong. Why couldn't she leave the sky? But this is it. It's a psychological, you know, hold over a person. And this is what she had experienced. As hard and strong as she may appear on the outside, she couldn't go anywhere. And a lot of times, this is this is the strange dynamic you find when someone is, when the two parties in relationship, when one of the parties is obviously the the wealthy one and then the other one is the one who comes from nothing and who is um pretty much under the thumb of the person with the money you find this a lot it's very rare that you find that somebody genuinely honestly feels like this is she's my equal and i'm going to provide for her all of mine is hers and all of you know she has access to everything as opposed to, oh, I control her. She's under my control because I have the money. I'm going to do because I have the money. She has to do everything I say. You know, people are like, because she's also made comments about not having a prenup. Didn't sign a prenup. She's in California. He's the one who's making all the money. So essentially she gets half of all that money. But now the guy, this uh, Tom Girardi is old they have found him to be incompetent. So he, he there's nothing, you know, that he has Alzheimer's or, or what, what did they say he has, um, dementia or whatever. And so he can't do anything. And she, she, she has half of the debt. He says he has no money. $80 million disappeared from his account. There is no money right now. There, there, they're in the process of auctioning off everything that their house, everything they own to try to pay back these, these victims. So she literally has no money. So because there's no, uh, prenuptial that outlines in event of this, here's what's going to happen. She's liable for whatever wealth he had. And now all the debt and all those, all that other stuff, even though she's in the middle of filing a divorce. She broke down when she talked about um, 
not you know he calls her all the time and they ask her like what what do you what does he say when you ask him about this and she says she it's what she asks is how could you leave me with all this how could you do this to me how could you leave me facing all this i think it's very difficult you know when you watch this real housewives shows you know there are a lot of people that there there are people who play the role of the villain there are people who are most liked by everybody there's nothing they can do there are people who like people because of their nasty behaviors and things like that um there are people who could turn people villains even though they're not just because they don't like them and i think the way erica joined the show she came in um what is it called may december relationship she's 30 years younger or so than her husband and all you saw about her was money cash wealth you know she was the first person to say oh i have two pr- uh, private planes she was flying people all around you know they're they're going to different events and things like that, except for now that Sutton is there um i think she's rivaling uh all of them as far as the wealthiest one but she really was the wealthiest one from the way it looked all indication um and so you immediately didn't like her or if you're that sort of person i don't i don't dislike people because they <laughs> because of you know their 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 status their wealth status or lack thereof i mean i have to what kind of person are you are you kind are you loving what do you do how do you how helpful are you to people how do you care for people that that's that's how you know i i i kind of grade people as far as where they stand whether i like this person or i don't uh, you know not so much whether this person has money or not but i mean there are people who are just like oh she's rich i don't care this is what she talks about you know she did the songs expensive to be me to be me um her her taglines were always centered around money but it's fun it's tv and that's what it's supposed to i absolutely enjoy um erica jenna and and obviously if you're listening to this or if you if you follow me on twitter you can tell and i also love sutton so, <laughs> so that's that's crazy um i think beverly hills i that i the only people i don't really care for kyle um um uh, yeah Kyle uh oh Lisa Rena uh I don't I don't have feelings for her one way or another I think I'm indifferent I think she's definitely good for the show because she brings drama but I don't like her um or dislike her but yeah so that's why I I wanted to talk about this how was Erica to and, and then okay so sorry if i forget i was also going to bring this up because a lot of people are like oh now she wants to get a divorce wh- when the man is dying you know literally he he has nothing and, and some people are saying no it's phony and i'm saying i don't think it's phony i believe that this woman was coercively controlled like the lady the penelope jackson i just talked about who's who murdered her husband over an argument about what they were eating and and didn't care. She was like, I don't care. Take me to jail. I hope he's dead. This and the other. This is what she did because she had had enough. And the only time she could do it was obviously 
you know, this man is frail, probably really old. And, and that's when she could take advantage of the situation. And that's when she did that. Now in this, in Erica's case, what do you want her to do? This man has controlled her for 20 some odd years. Um, and then his last, uh, 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 the last thing he could do is now leave her with lawsuits and debt and all these things. Because I asked the question as well. I said, if you notice this guy's diminished capacity, if you notice that he was losing his mind and things like that, you know, till death to you part, why don't you stay? Why aren't you helping him out? Why aren't you realizing that this is because of the diminished capacity but then when you realize oh no 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 she's been on that this man has been controlling her she's been like a slave to this man this is her out right this is her chance to get out of the control this this guy has had over her um that's absolutely what i what i think or, or how i feel about this um and if you guys feel any different or if you think that it's all an act and she's putting on a show because whatever you think i would really love to hear your take on this <laughs> i really would um as far as i'm concerned i she's she's a clear case of someone who was in a coercive controlled relationship and had nowhere to go he held all the chips he was he was he was controlling her she didn't have access to funds and um now she has an opportunity to get out of there and i i wish her well um i don't pity her she definitely doesn't need my pity and i don't think she wants it i just feel like you know hopefully she'll make she hopefully she's in in she has an opportunity and now she's in a situation where she is able to fend for herself and in the future she can make better choices i mean that's that's all we can wish for everybody and and um you know she's taking responsibility of her role in the whole thing so yeah keep your head up erica jane i i hope everything works out well you know especially if if you're being honest and i hope you are being honest and i hope everything works out for you well that's all i have for the day uh, as i said send me a voice note those are 59 seconds long so you're probably better off just you know writing your comment in my twitter or sending me an email or whatever but uh, but i do love the voice note so yeah leave me a voice note all right and i will circle back cheers Thank you, my smooners, for joining this kiki. And if you want to show me how much you really like me, click the support button and pledge your support.